welcome to the Stoic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Tim Holloway, and I am the Stoic Entrepreneur. This is the go-to podcast for Stoic thought with a holistic mindset. Be prepared to be challenged to the core. Misconceptions of surrender. All right, so we're going to do a brief recap. We talked about reality number six, that bad things happen to good people. No matter how hard we try, we don't live in an idealistic world. And there, there is suffering and bad things actually do happen to good people in finding acceptance for those things. That doesn't mean that we don't try to rise up and to alleviate suffering, though. That's a really important reality. Number seven, we can't control what others believe, feel, think, and do. We can begin to influence and sway that, but the ultimate uh, choice, decision, feeling, and action and behavior is the responsibility of that person. Number eight, we cannot control past events, mistakes, and regret. And this would really behoove us to begin to let go of the past, especially if we've caused uh, some suffering to a lot of people and not allow regret to bring us down today. Reality number nine is time. We cannot control time. We can't, we don't have a time machine. We can't go back to the future or none of those things. Reality number 10 is that we can't control our heritage. And that means our, our predispositions and our propensities. And it's important to understand that. So we understand how to combat against it. Okay. Reality number 11 can't control natural natural disasters or accidents. These things are inevitable inside of life and no amount of worry or fret is going to keep those from coming inside your life. Reality number 12, you cannot change your needs. You're going to need those emotional, uh, physical, psychological needs, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And lastly, reality 13, as certain outcomes and situations we have no control over whatsoever. All right. To some people, surrender may have negative uh, idea, implying defeat and giving up or failing to rise to the challenges of life or becoming lethargic and so on. Now, true surrender, however, is something entirely different. It does not mean to passively put up with whatever situation you find yourself in and do nothing about it. Now, it's important to really understand that reality, nor does it mean to stop making plans or to stop initiating positive action. So surrender has this very negative idea of giving up, of letting go, relinquishing control or yielding to some power or just the idea of surrender in general. Now, think about this for a moment. What do you think of when you hear the word surrender? You hear someone going into a fight and not having the ability to actually win. And so what do they do? They fly the red flag and they give up. And so with that uh, concept and idea, you could see why it would become very negative and uh, a detrimental word. So we're going to talk about getting over uh, that detrimental mindset. And first misconception of surrender is being weak. Now, thinking that it has a weakness uh, to it keeps us from actually doing it. Now, we're talking about a surrender that peace, rest, and contentment of the soul is relying upon. There is no happiness, there is no peace, rest, or anything uh, without this concept and this idea of surrender. So we have to get beyond this masculine mindset that if I begin to surrender, that is implying that I'm a very weak person. And that um, number two is that I'm applying defeat. 
Now, there's some things that might need to be defeated inside of our life. Um, throw it out there. The first one that comes up is ego. Uh, your ego might need to be defeated. Okay. And so really surrendering that and saying, you know what, I'm not going to feed my ego that I'm going to feed the, the inner divinity within my soul that in self is implying defeat to the ego and the ego will do whatever it can to maintain, uh, maintain its life and maintain its status. Another thing that might need to be defeated inside of our lives is our pride. And this is thoroughly attached to our ego. And that is we gain our self-worth and, uh, through our accomplishments and through all of these different things that only inflate our pride and our ego. And this might need to be overcome and destroyed. Okay. So giving up or being, uh, or applying defeat in some areas, uh, it might be beneficial. Another one is maybe uh, fighting against the divine, fighting against nature is that there are certain things inside of nature that are inevitable and fighting against those is, is no benefit to us. So coming with the mindset of, you know what, I'm going to say that I, I am in defeat in this area and that I'm going to surrender and begin to yield to the process. So number three, the idea of giving up. Are you looking to start a podcast? Check out Podcast Powertrain. We help alpha entrepreneurs establish dominant brands by building top-rated podcasts in 14 days or less. Check out podcastpowertrain.com. Now, once again, there are some things that you probably should give up on. And one of these is trying to control the uncontrollable. We should understand that the, the frailty and the weakness that we have and that we don't have the capabilities and the abilities to begin to control the uncontrollable and that we should apply defeat in that situation and say, you know what? I've come to realize that I don't have what it takes when it comes to having the weight of the world on my shoulders. I don't have the capabilities to endure that amount of pressure of perfectionism. So therefore, I'm going to apply that I, I, I am uh, defeated in this area and that I'm going to give up. Now, the idea of giving up in this uh, is a very positive uh, situation, and it's not a very negative like you're giving up the fight for good. You're giving up your fight for the things that are beyond your control. Uh, number four is this misconception of failure to rise. And what that means is that in the fight or in the situation that I failed to rise in this situation, and therefore I am defeated and all of these things. So we need to understand that it has nothing to do with that. Number five is doing nothing. We often think of this idea of surrender, of doing nothing and sitting passively by and letting things happen. And that is not the case. Doing nothing is in no way surrender, which leads to number six is the idea that we just need to passively put up with something. Now, the reality is, is that sometimes we should passively put up with something. Okay. But then there are some times that we need to rise up inside of our authority and to begin to control the things that we can. This is the importance of distinguishing between the two. Now, the greatest detrimental thing that we can begin to do is trying to control the uncontrollable and not control the controllable. You get what I'm saying? I'll say that one more time because it might seem confusing. We try to control what is uncontrollable. And then what we do is neglect the things that are within our realm or influence and that we have the capacity to control and we end up doing nothing. 
Number seven misconception is to think that we stop making plans and that is okay. Well, the universe is going to provide what it's going to provide and fate is going to drop things into my lap. So therefore I need to stop making proactive plans and just surrender and trust God and trust the process. This uh, is not the reality. What we need to understand is that we need to make plans, but we need to detach ourselves from the full outcome of those plans. And that is that you can set your intention, you can have purpose and you can have desires, but what you you need to release is thinking that those plans are going to automatically happen and or those plans are guaranteed for success when reality there is no guarantee that your plan is going to work and when you get it thoroughly attached to your plans you cause yourself a lot of suffering number eight misconception is to stop initiating positive action this is where you begin to maybe trust in divinity and say, you know what, God is in control anyways. And therefore, if he wants me to have something, he's going to plop it down into my lap. And this is a very, very detrimental mindset that causes you to be passive and to sit and wait. Lastly, number nine is connected to this one. And that is a universal genie will provide. Okay. Eckhart said this surrender is simple, but profound wisdom of yielding to rather than opposing the flow of life. And what we want to begin to do is live according to nature and live by intuition and live by our inner power and allow that wisdom to speak inside of our life and begin to yield to that process. So ultimately it comes down to this surrender is yielding rather than opposing the flow of life and the way things are. Now, acceptance is this, is that you're going to endure certain things without protest, without excessive reaction, without uh, regards to this is not fair and all of these different things, and that you're going to come to surrender uh, to the things that are outside your control and also begin to yield to the process to the change the things that are inside your realm of control. All right. Reflection question. In what ways have you become passive inside of your life and thinking that the law of attraction, a genie will provide or some religion that God is in control and that you, you are not? Begin to think of those things that cause you to be passive and begin to ask yourself, are you ready to release those things? I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Stoic Entrepreneur. My heart's desire is to take stoic principles and begin to apply them into each area of life and begin to teach others how to do so also. Do me a favor, share this with somebody who would benefit highly from this content, and I will see you soon.